epiphytics 2 has its own structure and content mm-hmm. now coming to epiphytics c it has two different exams mechanics and enm so mm-hmm. it has its own exam structure and own content yeah. right so overall if you see the difficulty level of each epiphytics exam depend on the student's prior knowledge of the subject matter mm-hmm. their level of interest and dedication towards that su- subject and their ability to apply physics concept to solve those problems mm-hmm. right so with proper preparation and their study students can excel in a- any epiphytics exam actually that's good that's good okay so um, what about the benefits uh, that are associated with taking an ap physics exam for a student who is let's say in their higher education Okay, so AP Physics 1 is actually, we have just discussed about it. Mm-hmm. Like AP Physics 1 is basically the introductory college course, the first semester course, right? Mm-hmm. So, it helps in many areas like the majors that you are going to take, right? Especially the STEM field, right? The other field that it can help you in is like the architecture the astronomy, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. chemistry, the computer science, and there are so many majors that AP Physics won't help you, okay. right? And the s- second benefit that you can get by cracking AP Physics one exam is like some of the colleges offers the credits to the students, right? Some of the universities are there, some of the colleges are there, which offer credits for the students who have scored well on AP Physics one, mm-hmm. right? which can reduce the amount of time and even the money required to complete a degree. So it's a kind of a scholarship also. Okay. So these are the two major benefits of taking a physics one. So what kind of practice questions should students focus on while preparing for the exam? Okay, so there are two sections in AP physics one, multiple choice questions and free response questions, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously the content that AP physics one exam has it's so much descriptive and in depth, right? Mm-hmm. So if you talk about the multiple choice questions, so the students should, should practice answering the questions that test their conceptual understanding of the various physics topics that I have mentioned, right? It's important for the students to have a deep understanding of the underlying physics principles rather than just memorizing the formula. Right now, coming to the free response questions, as discussed, I have just told you, like it contains of experimental design, qualitative, quantitative translations, also the short answers, paragraph argument type, short answers questions. Right, so there are different categories in free response questions also. So any student should practice all the kinds of questions, all the varieties of questions that free response questions contain. The free response questions may require a student to write a paragraph length response or even draw a diagram or draw a graph to support their answers, right? Mm-hmm. And also, students should practice working with data tables, interpreting graphs, and also they should know how to perform the calculations, right? They should have the prior knowledge of trigonometry, algebra, and the different calculations that, that, that is used to solve the physics problems. Okay. So it's important for the students to take practice tests under the time condition, right? Mm-hmm. Because after completing the whole syllabus, the whole MCQs, FRQs, practice and all, 
so there comes a exam cycle now right mm-hmm. so student must practice those exam cycle those practice tests under the time conditions of 3 hours like they should devote 90 minutes to the multiple choice questions part and 90 minutes to the free response questions part right okay. like there should be feeling like they are appearing for the real exam mm-hmm. so they should be very much aware of the timing their accuracy their time precision and all okay so when we have our flt cycle here at tutela there are many students appearing for the exam and there are uh, questions that are very common in terms of mistakes that they are making so how can students avoid those common mistakes while they are in their practice sessions and avoid doing them at the time of the actual exam when they mm-hmm. start practicing for the full length tests mm-hmm. that we call the test cycle mm-hmm. right so they should make two things very much clear to themselves first is that they should give they should take all the tests as their original test like as mm-hmm. their main test right? right what i mean to say like keep in the mind the time constraint okay that you should finish the whole test in that 3 hours only 90 minutes to mcqs 90 minutes to frqs mm-hmm. right so this is the first part like how you can manage the time mm-hmm. okay it will tell you about the time management and you will not get panic in the real exam environment then yeah. right The game is not over yet here. The main things comes after doing the FLTs, right? Mm-hmm. The teacher review the paper, mm-hmm. okay, and then there is a review session for the students, right? Okay. So the students must be available there, must be present there to take the review sessions. Mm-hmm. Whatever the doubts they have in their FLTs, they should ask freely to their teachers, right? Mm-hmm. So that they can understand like which part they need to focus more. Okay. okay so before appearing for the actual test there should be very much so before appearing for the actual test they should be aware of their weak areas and they should work on that right okay. so what happen here after completing 8 to 9 flts they are fully equipped with all the concepts all the areas that should, that they should focus on and they are fully ready for the actual ap physics for example I know you've sort of answered this question before, uh, but I really want to you to emphasize it further. That what majors does AP Physics one help with? Because for students to have clarity that why they are taking AP one has to be very important. Because unless they know why they are doing it, they won't put that much of interest and you know end up procrastinating the exam and probably not prepare that well for it. So I would want you to. make them understand why it is important for what majors they are appearing for correct vertical i am fully uh, i agree with your statement mm-hmm. like they should have the prior knowledge of their career goals right okay. like why what benefit they are going to get out of ap physics one exam right yes. this will give them a kind of motivation like why they are working that much hard mm-hmm. right so as discussed we have just talked about this like ap physics one can be beneficial for those students who are interested in pursuing a variety of majors in stem industry okay okay so the majors that they can go for like the career goals that that they can look for after completing ap physics one or after having the understanding of ap physics one content and all mm-hmm. is architecture mm-hmm. astronomy chemistry computer science mm-hmm. computer software engineering construction management mm-hmm. electronics technology engineering and industrial management 
environmental science geology marine biology mathematics and also pre-physical therapy so these are some of the majors that they can go for after completing their course in ap physics one so overall ap physics one can provide a solid foundation for students interested in pursuing various stem majors okay right and those interested in other fields that value critical thinking and problem solving skills all right understood so if you think that you are somebody who is choosing for a major that includes as om said critical thinking and problem solving then ap physics 1 is one ap that you should definitely go ahead with so with this we move on to our last question uh what tips should students remember while preparing and appearing for ap physics 1 exam okay so there are some of the key points that students must have in their mind before preparing and before appearing for the exam okay so now coming to preparation stage so during preparation stage starting from unit 1 to unit 7 they should be able to understand they should deep they should have the deep understanding of each and every topic because every topic is correlated to the other topic okay this will help them to strengthen their concept in multiple choice questions because the options there are a bit confusing if you don't have the that concept if you don't have crystal clear concept you may get confused okay mm -hmm. so that is why you should have a deeper understanding of all the concepts now coming to frqs they should practice all the varieties of frqs they should not skip the experimental design part even right because most of the student skip the experimental design part which they should not do okay now coming to the qualitative and quantitative translations so what kind of questions are asked in this like they should have uh, they are given some of the data and based on that they are asked some of the questions right and that contain basically data tables data interpretations right so they should practice those kinds of questions also okay, okay. so this is the preparation phase now coming to during appearing for the exam so before appearing for the exam they should make sure that they have practiced all the kinds of questions that they have in their syllabus in their content right they should practice many of the practice test many of the multiple choice questions they should attend the review sessions so that they can get clarity over their misconceptions and all mm -hmm. so that during appearing for the exam they should be fully ready for the main exam they should not panic during the exam they should not mm -hmm. get any, any any sort of confusion or anything they should be like yes i am fully equipped with all the concepts now right i think uh, being confident when you appear for the exams make it a lot easier in terms of you know scoring well so with this we end our today's podcast thank you so much om for being here and giving us the information that you did thank you so much vartika it's a pleasure so uh, to all the listeners i i hope this podcast was fruitful for you if you did like it don't forget to give it a thumbs up and share it ahead with your fellow friends who are in the same journey as you and don't forget to subscribe to our channel and i'll see you in the next podcast bye bye